Welcome back to Biff, a podcast about superhero TV shows, movies, and omniscient beings. My name is Dan Moore, and I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, John Moltz is here. Hi, John. I've seen all. I know all. What the hell is this? <laughs> uh, truly a great moment in Jeffrey Wright voice acting. <laughs> Made me laugh out loud. Uh, Guy English is also here. Hi, Guy. I would 100% spend a Saturday night watching Empire Strikes Back with Peggy Carter. I think that would be just a grand old time. It's great. Tell, yeah. well, I don't even no, mean that I'm in sure a Netflix and I don't it's not even a Netflix yeah. and chill no, situation. Just, yeah. just like that would be awesome. Like mm-hmm. what a way to spend an evening. Bowl of popcorn, having her experience it for the first time. That would be great. Oh my god, I would, yeah, I would love imagine. that. Yeah. That'd be pretty cool. Uh, if she hold, if she like grabs your hand when the twist comes, though, she might crush it. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's okay. It's a risk. Yeah. Uh, well, we are here to discuss the second half of season two of What If, which aired over the Christmas break, uh, and we are going to kick things off with episode five, What If Captain Carter Fought the Hydra Stomper, which, as titles go, doesn't really make a lot of sense, but okay, sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, I guess, yeah, insofar as this episode is largely a fight. Um, yeah. Then it's sort of, it's the Winter Hydra Stomper is what it it's is. It's a little bit the Winter Hydra Stomper, yeah. yes. <laughs> the Winter Stomper? The Winter Stomper. <laughs> That's not, that is not a scary I, the name. The Winter Stomper <laughs> is actually like a, a line of mats you can buy at Canadian Tire that you put outside <laughs> your front door to like knock I was gonna say, I, boots when you come I in. I feel like it's, it's the... Winter when you have a very small child, you dress them in a winter stomper to go outside. Oh, yeah, you sure. know, mm-hmm. yeah, crowd mm-hmm. classic. Pretty sure that's it. Ask ask me how I know. Um, so, <laughs> yes, basically, uh, this involved. This is sort of picks up where season one had like their was it a post credit thing or was it just the end basically of season one was they found the the crate on the of the with the hydra stomp, stomper on it right like that was like teased i think at the end of season oh, one was it if really? i recall i, don't, I, don't I think it was because it's after yeah. it's after peggy the watcher sends peggy she's like you can't we can't send you back yeah. to where you were but we can send you forward to the future right um and i think that they sort of tease that you know steve had survived but not in this fashion which is essentially that steve rogers has become the winter soldier-ish uh character where the Hydra has basically erased his memory and then uses him to fly around the Hydra Stomper and do a bunch of uh, mischief, mischievous? No. Uh, I mean, it's very generous. Sorry, resetting clocks, you know? Just what a jerk, mischievous Hydra Stomper. No, assassinating oh, people. I'm gonna give, make you five minutes late for the appointment. You get. Mr. Mixelplex. Mr. Mixelplex in a giant uh, steel suit. There's my what if pitch. Like, what if Hydra were just kind of like they're like not Nazis, but like just jerks, just like annoying. <laughs> that would be great. Oh, I would, I replace would be, all uh, your. Yeah, I would watch the hell out of that. Replace all your salt shakers with sugar or something yeah. like. Yeah, man, Nazis oh, should really just get way, into. Let me tell you. Yeah, um, that's true. If Nazis the, the, got into just mild pranks, I would. <laughs> you know, small, then small would be question. Okay. Um, I I, re- I watched this once through, like you know, dr- during the holidays, and then skimmed through these again uh, just this morning. But I, so I sometimes miss little bits. But I don't remember. Does um, Rumlow is Rumlow revealed as bad at all in this? No. Yeah, no, that's the, I thought the, I thought not, and I was like, that's a little strange. Like he doesn't come out as a like he's running around trying to protect Bucky all the time, and he's actually trying to protect Bucky all the time. <laughs> And and Bucky yeah. is he's not quite um I guess he's technically uh uh what you call him Ross yeah right, right. 
yeah. in this universe. Mm-hmm. He's kind of a cross between Ross and um, Alexander Pierce. Um, yeah, he's but got he's, a little bit he's that. legit. He seems like a but straight a up yeah. kind of guy. Yeah, like I, I, the fact that the war, I guess, World War II went down so differently makes it, you know, Rumlow is not necessarily going to get indoctrinated into yeah, Hydra, I mean, it's okay. That's an alternate you know, universe. It's Peggy I smashed, just thought it was. Yeah, Peggy's just better at smashing Nazis, and there was no more Nazis, so Rumlow didn't get turned, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. I, I kind of like using people like that that are, uh, like, we don't know anything really about that guy. Mixed sea level. Could yeah. easily go he's, either way. Like and it's, you know, he's getting a lot more work out of this character, so that's nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. I enjoyed Old Man Bucky Barnes. Um, yeah. that was a lot of fun. Sebastian Stan gets to do a slightly old man voice here. I don't know if they did processing on it, but I, I enjoyed that bit and I enjoyed his, he gets to play Steve a little bit, right? Like yeah, right. when he stands in front of Peggy and like has to, you know, can basically say like, Oh, you got to go through me or whatever. Like I thought I enjoyed that character. Cause we don't, you know, we get so much winter soldier, but we don't get a lot of Bucky Barnes, which I think right. I, I kind of miss. Yeah. Yeah. Bucky was a good guy. I like yeah. that guy. We didn't see um, much of him, right? He was just around. in the first Avengers. <laughs> yeah, he's still, he's he's gonna be in a in a movie. I yeah, mean, I but guess, he's not. I guess we saw post, we had that whole show of him. But I mean, like yeah. the post Bucky, the OG post Winter Soldier Bucky yeah, is right. not the same as pre Winter. Soldier. That's what Bucky. I mean. True. Like the stand up, like yeah. all American guy that was like you know Steve's uh, strapping quarterback yeah. style pal. You know, like mm-hmm. he's just yeah. a good guy. Yeah. yeah. Um. I also appreciate, I want to, we've talked a little bit about some of the people who have, um, the characters who have voice actors that sub in for the MCU actors. Like Bell does a great job in this episode as Natasha. Like, I, love I thought this she was really good. Like, I, I honestly, she has just enough of like the Scarlett Johansson voice to like, you know, have yeah. that character be who that character is. Right. I mean, yeah, you can tell it, that it's I, not her, it that's not um, Scarlett Johansson, but it's, it's fits it catch, well into it hits the story. The same, it hits the same notes. Like, mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like the, the sort of the, like, the tone is right, and I think she does a nice job with it. And also, let me tell you, I am very, like, we're always talking about the people who do come back and don't come back. <laughs> I'm both very amused and impressed that they got Rachel Weisz for just, like... Yeah, like I, I am too. Some, a really, like, scenery-chewing villain scene, basically, with... I love her to death, but a terrible Russian accent. <laughs> so bad. I, I, I have such a love for that woman that even her terrible accents, I'm just going to attribute to her being awesome. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so yeah. I'm like, you know what? You just chose to do uh, like a... She's camping, Rocky, it, right? She's, you chose to do like a Rockin' Bullwinkle style Russian yeah, rather yeah. than, you know, that's what you did. And that's awesome. Yeah. And I like, uh, I like how they throw in, you know, they throw in Bernard White, who's the, the councilman. Um, and they just, you know, we're going to bring in that guy so that it adds a, yes. an air of authenticity to the whole yeah. thing and, you know, get him. And then they also, you know, uh, she shows up at the end, but Elizabeth Olsen does do yes. the, the Wanda, yeah. Wanda voices throughout yeah. Yeah. These, so, these episodes. I, yeah. So I, I tried to take a screenshot of this on the iPad. Guess what? You can't just because yep. the DRM Which is ridiculous. Just, just get over it, guys. Just yeah. get over it. Like I'm going like to screenshot every cell and then paste them all together to make a flip book <laughs> out, of, out of your show. Come on. Boy, that sounds amazing. That actually, yeah. that maybe, maybe we should do that. That'd be fun. <laughs> but I used to, I mean, like I used to do Star Trek stuff all the time, you know, like Star Trek yeah. and, and post them on Tumblr and make little joke comments. But I'm, I'm like, 
like I'm promoting your show for you. It's and you don't want me to do that because you're afraid of like absolutely. It's 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 annoying, and honestly, there's interesting copyright stories afoot. This is not where we discuss that. We don't even do that on the rebound. We just do dumb stuff constantly all the time. Go read Six Colors if you want. Yeah, if you want to read something smart, go read that. But I wanted to take a screenshot because when uh, Rachel Weiss's character is there, uh, she's flanked by six widows, three on either side. Mm -hmm. And they are all doing, like, just in the background, supermodel poses. Yes. And it is the funniest, like, just a weird sight gag of, like, Mm -hmm. look at us. We're sexy assassins. And And I think they're all all from... They're all from Black the, Widow. Yeah, Black Widow movie. Yeah. 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 I recognized all of them, but it was just they're not moving like SEAL Team Six or anything, right? They're <laughs> they're they definitely do the sexy assassin thing and like the way that she sort of engages. I liked a lot of this episode. It was a very uh the the notion that uh Natasha and Peggy would be fast friends had not occurred to me. And it's so obvious, mm-hmm. right? It's like, yeah. of course yeah. they're going to get along. They're both I will spies. Say, I they're think both this like, e- in that world. Like, it's awesome. I think this episode is very fun, but I also think it's just a rehash of Winter Soldier told, yeah. you know, sort of flipped over. And to that, yeah, I but mean, it's all it's and, all women, which I kind of enjoyed. And like, yeah, the, and I, it well, was I love that and over about the top this, and big. this whole. Yeah. I love that about this whole season, actually, uh, because I think it does focus heavily on the women, female characters, and that works very well throughout um yeah but you know but i think as far as like coming up with the story idea it's not as you know maybe i think you know here's the thing about this episode is that they they not wrongly made the decision when they looked at what worked from season one that captain carter works great yeah and so they needed a bridge they felt like to get her from where she was in season one to where she needs to be in season two and as such this episode is a bit of glue with a very thin premise like on top i did appreciate i think the action scenes are really good um this is a Uh very kinetic episode and there's a lot of it i i I, thank you for saying that because uh watching peggy in this episode and all the other episodes fight in that cap style with the shield is so kinetic and just amazing Mm -hmm. it's so like of course the shield doesn't work the way it should even Spidey is like, that's <laughs> just, not, that's not, not physics. Yeah. It's just not <laughs> physics. And it's fine. It's, it doesn't, who cares? It's a superhero. But yeah. man, is it wild. I love it. Like when uh, she gets grabbed by the Hydra stopper and starts going through the ceiling with like her shield over her head. Mm-hmm. Like there's yeah. so much stuff. Like she, she spins around and grabs his head and smacks him into the, to the wall. There is uh, such a kinetic and frenetic and at the same time, uh, calculated and controlled movement set that like cap style characters have and a man they are nailing it in the animation here and it's amazing yeah all i could think like obviously we're you know we do a remake of the assault on the uh the boat i forget what the name of the boat the lemurian star yeah whatever it is and uh that is some of my favorite Oh yeah, Cap action ever. Oh, it's so Holy good. cow! Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he's well, definitely that movie, that movie is probably the best. I mean, it's one of the best. For probably, sure. um, I think it is maybe the best. Like, yeah, just I, it's it's always isolation. been at the top of my list. Um, it's so hard good. to judge some against others, but anyway, yeah, it's and it and it is 
partly because of you know, a lot of it stands on the back of all that action. Which is yeah, and it's amazing so action. Well. Like, I mean, Steve's definitely killing people. You don't fall off a boat and just walk <laughs> away from it, you know? And, like, the way he hits them with the shield is just... Well, he best. killed a lot of people in World right. War II. So. I know, and he's not, yeah. a, a, you know, he's not averse to doing it. But now, holy I'm going gonna, to gonna reel you back in, because we could talk okay, about yeah, the Winter yeah, Soldier yeah, yeah. all day. Yeah. Um, but the point, yeah, the point is yeah. that the action is reminiscent of, of that yeah. movie, yeah. which is, which is, of course, you know, the whole thing is reminiscent of that movie, but it, it works really yeah. well. And I enjoy that the I enjoy the KGB site with all the creepy robots. Yes, I think that that's a lot great. of fun. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, overall, this episode is. I mean, it's it's very enjoyable. I agree with John. It doesn't move the needle much. No, no, no. Um, no but but I just, it's it's I fun. fun. Yeah. And yes. you know, you're if you if you have to pick a character to focus on, Peggy Carter is never a bad choice. Yeah, like, basically yeah. ever. No, um, I think her, oh, just, her action what? her action in Multiverse of Madness is also really good too. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, so I, again, you know, I hope that they're going to bring her back again in live action, and I think that they are, but we'll have to see. Yeah, Haley Atwell, um, just man, I can't get yeah. enough of her. One thing I did want to say, Dan, just before, because I think we're going to transition soon to the next episode. Uh, when Steve, as Hydra Stomper, takes out the red room, the floating red room, uh, the shot is lined up exactly like the shot at the end of Independence Day, where uh, Randy Quaid <laughs> flies his jet like, right into the middle I of the night. I didn't think about that. <laughs> it was like, well, it's a big, I'm guess back. what? It's like a big blue what? thing. Yeah, and like the yeah. jet going right into it. Is, I loved it. I don't know why she thinks he's out there. I'm like, what? what uh, yeah, I know. I, I was I, a little like, <laughs> it seemed like he I assume they feel like good, the Hydra Stomper is basically invulnerable. Is that kind I'm of sure. allegation? Yeah. But, I don't know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And to your point, right. Dan, about doubling down on what worked in the first season, at the beginning, the Watcher's like, ah, I don't know sequels, but uh, this is a pretty good yeah. one. I really yeah. liked it. Yeah, <laughs> it's I, like, I they appreciate just cop to like, yeah, mm-hmm. we, there's yeah. so many stories we could tell, but this one is Besides really fun. Getting, yeah, giving yeah. Jeffrey Wright an opportunity to do a little more character work because he does in the back half of the season, I think, is strong. Yeah, uh, the bit at the end. <laughs> yeah, so the bit at the end is great, where the portal opens and you have that watcher moment where he's like genuinely taken aback for like, wait, wait, what the yeah. hell is going on? Oh, yeah. Like that it's was great. a fun. Yeah, that's a fun, fun moment. Um, <laughs> and he, she finds herself suddenly in the Renaissance with Nick Fury and Wanda. Well, uh, weird stuff, sure. which we'll get back to yeah. in a little yeah. bit. Sixteen oh two, I believe. Sixteen oh two. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Uh, episode six, which I think I, you know, I'll throw it out there and not say too much going in, but I think probably is the standout episode of this season. Yep. In my mind, um, which is what if Possib- Kahori reshaped the, the world? Like, it's yeah. So far, yeah. I think it's probably up there as as well. I mean, and then you know, be, it's not really a big complaint about the previous episode, but like this is all original stuff yeah so yeah, yeah i think yeah. that's what makes it so strong and you know obviously it is telling a very specific story of time and place so essentially the premise is searcher destroys asgard during ragnarok and the tesseract ends up in pre-colonial america where it interacts with a lake and um we have these young siblings kahori and wata who are being chased by conquistadors who have invaded their village looking for the fountain of youth and um, Kahori is shot and falls into the lake, and which he's basically dumped into another planet and discovers all the people who supposedly the lake has eaten over the years are there, and they're all super imbued with Tesseract power uh, and have this whole life there. And eventually the conquistadors find their way through, and she is forced to not only take them out, but realize she's got to get back to her world and save the people there. 
which he does, and eventually can you know convinces all the people who were uh, all the other uh, trapped people, uh, Native Americans, to come back with her and fight off all the conquistadors, ending with a great scene where. She basically shows up in Queen Isabella's throne room <laughs> yeah. and yeah. says, oh, yeah, we're going to make peace or I'm going to kick your butt. Um, I, and Man, I love that attitude. Like, we've definitely had enough of you, but we're here yeah. to make peace. Uh, so, you know, I, I, I especially, man, I kind of want to preface this because Dan asked us, are we planning to record? <laughs> tomorrow meaning that he couldn't actually record tomorrow and so we have been had compressed timeline and i haven't actually had to a, an opportunity to rewatch these again i'm sorry to throw you under the bus yeah and, <laughs> it's all fine. dan's fault but that, the bus. that that bus had like 202 dan avenue just written all over it just <laughs> heading straight at you um and i i, I kind of wanted to spend the time mostly to get any thoughts i had about this one right I really, really appreciated the approach to this. I liked that um, uh, when she showed up in the court of Queen Isabella, she had a, a wampum belt. I, I, I know that they, uh, or at least have said, and I believe them, that they've spent a lot of time uh, uh, working with the indigenous people uh, or, uh, to, to, to get the story and the, the, the storytelling right, uh, the mythology of everything right. And it, it really shows, and I particularly liked that in that scene she said, um, we believe that our health or our, I forget, again, why I would want to watch it, but like our, our health is tied to your health kind of mm-hmm. vibe of like, look, for us to be okay, we need you to be okay, and then we can all be okay. And that was such a great and very, uh, maybe not cathartic, but like it, it felt right. It felt like a, um, it puts a bow on everything that's wrong. <laughs> it's right. that's I mean, exactly like, that. Thank you. That's yeah. exactly what I'm yeah. trying to say. It yeah. felt like, you know, uh, because it's, it's not a zero sum game, right? I mean, every, like the minute, the minute it. somebody that's else the is bad that off, they have, right? Yes. Yeah. The minute somebody else is bad yeah. off, you're going to have problems. Right, yeah. yeah, and so much of the uh, story, the the history of uh, you know colonizers meeting people is that they just get rolled over, and half the time it's because they were like, oh yeah, can, sure, we can share stuff with you, and then smallpox and all kinds of bad, insane <laughs> stuff, and it's like I liked that in this uh, they were empowered. They rejected uh, colonialism, and then they went back, and they're like, hey, look. Uh, we're still the same souls that we were. Like, we don't want to fight you, but you can't be messing with us anymore. And I, yeah. I, I thought that was really great. Yeah. Uh, I just realized um, Devery Jacobs, who voices Kaori, yes. um, <laughs> well, I knew that also... she was in Reservoir Dogs. Yep. Um, Reservation Dogs. Reservation, yeah. Reservation Dogs. Not Reservoir but Dogs. Reservation yeah. Dogs. But Different completely. Yeah. Uh, that would have been she's something she's also she'd in, been in, in Re- Echo. Reservoir Dogs. Yeah. But uh, yeah, but she is going to be in, she is, well, I mean, if you've seen it, she's in Echo. Yeah. I didn't realize that that was her. Yeah. And, and, and I've seen mention, all of Echo now already. You know? yeah. Well, we should also mention, I think, one of the things that is most interesting about this episode is that it is all recorded in, the, all their dialogue is in Mohawk language. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So it's all like both that and the Spanish stuff in the Spanish spoken by the conquistadors is all in Spanish. So the vast majority of this episode is subtitled, mm-hmm. um, which is awesome. I mean, I honestly, I do. I think it's probably the most I have heard, you know, like of that language in a in a produced you know piece of media right like oh, yeah like i've heard snatches even, of even it here like, and there but like you know <laughs> last yeah. of the mohicans probably didn't have nearly as much <laughs> yeah if if any i don't know if that was that one of them i mean that was probably back when they were like well we'll just have them speak in english it'd be easier yeah yeah N- not yeah. only that it is a uh it's very conversational right it's not uh some figure yeah. from the from yeah, the group cracking jokes and, and, like, and provides uh, yeah. provides yeah, 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 a speech. Yeah. It's just like, hey, we're we're joking around. She's climbing a tree and it's like, hey, what kind of clay are you made of? I'm wolf and like, there's there's a uh, a familiarity of it. There, it's a very lived in space and culture that is presented, and, and I and love that because it's not presented right? and living, it's also, living culture, yeah, living culture specifically, which is great. And it's also not from like white man's perspective, right? We don't have like Steve Rogers crash lands in you know colonial, <laughs> right? Yeah, and and he fights off the British. Uh, I, I I really enjoyed it. If I had one question, so I am from montreal uh which is mohawk land territory uh i'm not entirely convinced conquistadors <laughs> would be the bad guys yeah yeah well i think i, I think that sure that'd be the british or french but maybe they're yeah, not that was as fun to beat up on i don't i don't i know. think it's the fountain of youth tie-in is what they want that's yeah, the thing. they wanted the, I think the that's conquistadors true, right? there yeah, i mean so they say in the, in that part of the world don't make a lot of sense like yeah, yeah. but know? then you yeah. can't they say have in the them notes, go after uh <laughs> Right. Queen Elizabeth. Yeah, I, so I, my my uh, uh, family is from Western New York State, which also has a oh, lot yeah. of the oh, yeah. sort of Mohawk yeah. territory there too. And I think they've sort of said this is intended to be sort of upstate New York, yes, as well. Um, and I, you can yeah, tell I but it, just the the way it's rendered. The yeah, it has that yeah. vibe yeah. to it. Um, yeah, I I really thought the the things like the sky world was really well realized. I enjoyed all of that, and they have that whole sequence where they hunt the fruit yeah. off the backs of the animals, which I thought was a wonderful scene. And also, just what's fascinating about it, and they sort of talk about this a bit, is the the joy, right? In terms of we're talking yes. about the living portrayal, but like you know the fact that they live in this land where there aren't people trying to. <laughs> you right. know murder them and and everything and like it gets to focus on an element of that that is not our not the reality of where this was at that time right which is right. like what would what would the world be like if uh when we thought of indigenous people or native americans we didn't think of like geronimo or crazy horse or we didn't name attack helicopters or helicopters after like comanche and apache and you know like it is a framing of the culture that is entirely in and of itself and right, celebration rather than of defined itself, by us. rather than yeah. being defined mm-hmm. by us. And I, I, yeah. I, I, I love it. I, I, they nailed it. I think they did a good job. Yeah, I, I think the story is fun. I think all the superpower stuff is fun um, with the Tesseract powers and how they ad- adapt to those. And mm-hmm. um, I, like you said about the jokes and stuff, like it, it totally it still manages to feel like a Marvel tone yeah. thing, right? Like I love the bit yeah. where uh, he's the, the other character, uh, Atrox 
I think. Um, it's hard I, to pronounce that. I can't pronounce I've that tried name it like well. Five times, yeah. Um, but he mentions like, oh, you know, the lake ate my cousin, but he's fine. He's over there, you know, <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. which I really enjoyed. I'm, and I, I love the ending bit of this too, where it's like it still manages to introduce some conflict and some mm-hmm. tension with this idea that she wants to go back to her world because like everybody else is pretty much. Like they said, you know, people have tried or whatever, but it also feels like, hey, we're comfortable here, right? Like we've got this great world and we've got these powers and and like why would we go back to that, you know, place where right. our people were under, you know, oppression or or being attacked all the time. And, you know, she makes a point, but, but there's like all our people are still there and they need that. Like they need it's help. It's a little bit of a killmonger argument in a more palatable <laughs> yeah. package, right? Yeah. It's like, hey, look, right. we have this power. We should be doing something with it is effectively the argument. Uh, uh, I mean, I don't want to equate it with kill- killmonger, but, uh, I, kill- you know, killmonger the, had good the, points. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yeah, Killmonger's trains always ran he on did time. Have good like, points. I mean, yeah, I don't want to get into that. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, fantastic episode. Like honestly, I think we could spend an entire hour just. Yeah, and I about think this. I would be shocked in some ways if so. Kahori, who is a as we said, like an intro, uh, a original character. Yeah. For this, uh, I would be shocked if that character does not start appearing in other mediums because I feel like you know. Well, it's he's such an interesting, strong character, yeah, and so dynamic and yeah. uh, compelling that I feel like it's a real opportunity to have that character appear in in other forms. Somewhere yeah, it's a little else. funny that she's in Echo as somebody else, but yeah, yeah exactly. Well, but I mean, yeah, whatever. You they'll, know, they'll it's a different part out. It's also a different story about a totally different, you know, indigenous yeah. American people as well, because yeah. uh, that's all set in Oklahoma as opposed to yeah. New York State. Um, but I think, I think they, I honestly think they did a, it seems like they did a really great job and I appreciate as Kai guy, as you said, like, it seems like they spent a lot of time working with people, uh, according to, uh, you know, some reports they worked for four years with members of the Mohawk wow. nation to basically Good. put this together and they wanted to make sure everything was very authentic feeling and, you know, et cetera. And I honestly, uh, it was great. It's, it's also, as we said, it's just a side of it, you know, an experience that even those of us in the U.S. we don't really get exposed to no. that much because, no, not at all. You know, uh, like you said, it's either through identified in opposition to, you right. know, white settlers basically, or it's so often like tragic, right? And it's so yep. it's it's just good that they were able to tell a story that doesn't fall into those same old tropes, uh, and I really applaud them for that. Yep. Yeah. Uh. Bury My Heart at Wounded Knee, D. Brown, I think. Uh, just a random book recommendation. Hmm. Trick yeah. book. Uh, read, read that there's a, million a, there's a bunch of them I can't rattle up. I'm trying to rattle them off at the top of my head, but it's been a long time since I read them. But, uh, oh, People of the Pines. I'm going to forget the Jeffrey York. Indian Country, the, I think, is another one. Indian Country is a great one. Yeah, yeah. There's, there's a lot of great writing on this, and it is... Uh, I really, really applaud them for spending the time and getting it right. I hadn't realized it was four years, but really good on them. Uh, and besides just leaving this, I wouldn't cultural... lean on Star Trek Voyager so much. No, well, yeah, I was I was about to make a Chakotay. Here's the thing: I, like when I started thinking about this episode, I was like, I guess they didn't hire the guy that made Chakotay. <laughs> so, uh, just for the readers out there, uh, Star Trek Voyager hired uh, 
I don't know. I don't know what they called him. Like an Indian specialist. Like there's probably something. Even the title, the job title is probably offensive in some way. But they hired basically a a white dude to be a a guy. I don't know if he was a white dude. Whoever. It it was a guy who pretended to know a lot about Native American culture. Did not know anything. They listened to him. They wrote scripts for a Native American character, Chakotay. And it's all bananas like not if it makes yes. any sense it's not it's not culturally appropriate at the same time i have heard native americans say that they appreciated just having any kind of representation yeah still sure. logo, right. which right. is fine but like you know yeah. you deserve better and i think this did better in that regard yeah, yeah. um i mean I it's just, <laughs> that, uh, that whole era that whole era of star trek needs like strange new oh, worlds to go back and like fix it the way they're they've, like, fixed uh, i would things. love that <laughs> I'd love that if Pike could just go and like <laughs> that whole thing where uh, where yeah, Wesley's the, the having planet, like a yeah, 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 yeah like yeah. a peyote trip with like the yeah. traveler is like okay right. come on you know yeah. um I, but I do want to say uh, a little adjacent but not directly connected this character and this setup is incredible and I I'm very very glad that they did it and also this show gave us Captain Carter. And so out of what if evolved things, like a weird animated spinoff, we've got two incredible characters that I just want to see more of. I yeah. want to know more about them. I want to know more about their worlds and how they work and what makes them tick. Uh, mm-hmm. And that is kind of remarkable given the, uh, I'm not sure I would expect it from an animated, you know, adventure of the week kind of show. Mm-hmm. But it's, it's really paying off in that yeah, my only, my only, like it's not even a complaint, I guess, but it's, uh, it's that I don't understand tesseract powers. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, don't, don't, don't worry about it. But, too but much that's about like it. a whole, yeah, right, right. I mean, none of the, the way this show treats the Infinity Stones is just like <laughs> complete I mean, MacGuffin you know, Town. Down, I honestly down like. I had canon like, you know, it's the space stone, right? So you can do anything that has to do with moving or like, you know objects in space which is a lot of things yeah. <laughs> that they just kind of went with that and I so yeah. i felt like that's fine it doesn't bother me yeah. i don't know they're like levitating stuff and running really fast like that seems to be the main <laughs> the main right. thing it does yeah also i do i don't know maybe there's a reader out there that is like uh concerned that this character is like op or like just super like somehow unbelievably they're just captain marvel level or whatever uh who cares well, also, the well, well, Captain Marvel got her was, power. She was also hit by yeah. the same. Yeah, I know that's what path. I'm saying. So there you go. Yeah, that's there what you go. I'm saying. Like, who cares? Just don't sweat it. Right. It's fine. Yeah. Like, exactly. so long right. as the story is being told. Well, I think there is a type of comic book reader, or uh, oh yeah, you know the kind of people that be like, will the Star Destroyer blow up the Enterprise? It's like, well. <laughs> Kind of a neither, boring, neither kind of them a boring, exist. Kind of a boring argument, right? Like that's right. not like the power scales of all of this. Don't worry about it. That's not the purpose. The purpose is the storytelling. And as far as storytelling was told, nailed it. Except for that video where Darth Vader fought Batman. I love lost, it. And Batman no. lost. No, I love that. Yeah, Batman, Batman would have won. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not immune to that. I, I, I like it. I'm just not going to get that was bent the one thing. That's the one thing where we all we're all like, yep, nope, that was wrong. <laughs> Um, all right. The end of this episode, right after Kahori <laughs> talks to Queen Isabella, uh, Strange Supreme um, from last season shows out about a portal and basically wants to talk to her about something, which we'll get back to. Um, 
Episode seven, what if Hela found the Ten Rings? Hela gets banished basically after Odin uses her to take over the Nine Realms. Uh, and we get a like a Thor original Thor's, Thor yeah, style Thor, thing. How yeah. it goes through Thor's journey, basically. Yeah, but like where the crown is sent there, and she has to go down and and learn mercy. And she meets Wenwu, uh, and basically attempts to mess with him a bunch, and then eventually ends up in Talo, um, where she uh, uh, learns the you know martial arts, and then sort of starts to figure out what she wants in life. Uh, Odin shows up to fight Wenwu and Hela and Wenhu take him down and she gets her crown back after she regains her worthiness uh, and then becomes the ruler of Asgard and they basically like free the nine realms including saving Gamora's people from Thanos. Um, Hela the White. Like she does a yes, yeah, she gets her new transformation. costume. Yeah. Uh, this this episode, I will, this is what I will say about this episode. Kate Blanchett is having so much fun, yep. yes. and I'm here <laughs> yes. for that because mm-hmm. that character, yeah. I enjoy that character in Ragnarok, but I also feel yeah. like I, I, yeah. Kate Blanchett feels like someone who doesn't need to slum it down here in, you know, <laughs> animated Disneyland, but it just seems like she's having a grand old time. So sure. I'm here for that. Yeah, it's a fine story, and I, and I enjoy getting more perspective on her background. Like, you know, like, seems like Odin was kind of mean to her as a kid, took her dog and made it evil. Oh, man. <laughs> that, yeah. that kind of I think thing. it was a wolf, but sure. Yeah. 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 Well, you know, whatever. Um, and it makes her more sympathetic, which I think is always good for yeah. these stories. She, I think she, her villain in that in uh, Ragnarok is an excellent one, you know, one of the better Marvel ones for sure. Yeah. So yeah. wasn't necessarily one that super needed to be embellished a lot uh, more any more than it already was but i'll take it and yeah I mean, it's not my favorite certainly of this group but but it's it's a good watch yeah I, yeah I, watching I, the stuff of the rings is fun uh, the fight at the end is fun i i enjoy that and i enjoy again i enjoy every scene the k planchets in because she is having yeah. a grand old time and mm-hmm. i enjoy that she is just messing with everyone because she's very yeah. much like one-minded like you know yeah. i enjoy that scene where she's trying like when we was trying to like put the moves on her and then she just like slams him into a table and is like yeah i'm out of here yeah 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 i, I mean like i would get yeah. i would her, she's having as much fun as um happy hogan is having in the next episode <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> yeah i mean voice acting some not all yeah. actors are good at voice acting i think she's very good here um Idris Elba shows up for like a hot minute. Yeah. Uh, like... <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Um, yeah. I don't know. There's not a lot to say about this one. Uh, yeah. I don't think so particularly. Yeah. And we can, we, you know, we've got, <laughs> we've got enough that we yeah, yeah. We've, we've got, got a lot more. more. We probably we've got, don't like, want to spend too much time, you know, the same yeah. amount of when, time on each one. I, just, say, I just don't want to invest a whole bunch of energy talking about yeah. this one. It was, yeah. it was great. Ken Bilanchel can basically do nothing wrong. She's yeah. They sadly good, did yeah. not get, um, uh, the original actor for Wenwu, yeah, uh, yeah. who is uh, Tony Leung, who is great, right? Yes, but, um, yes. again, does not need to show. <laughs> Tony Leung does not need to be doing this. Um, no. but I, I think Wenwu is actually a pretty good villain as well. I generally yeah, I, I enjoyed would, him. Yeah, and I will shout out to Jeff Bergman who does Odin's voice because I think he does a, a pretty good Hopkins. you know a pretty good job considering yeah. that um, that <laughs> Anthony Hopkins is has big shoes to fill. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I also uh, like that they are, uh, like, Odin not being a good guy is kind of, it's always there, kind of in the text, but it's, you know, underscoring that, like, 
look, uh, bad guy for kind of a long time, and then just chilled out in his own old age, and then married mm-hmm. Rene Russo, which, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. man, yeah, that, would, that would chill me out for sure. sure. That, but, yeah. Uh, yeah, so, and, and she's got, like, a problem with that, because she, she was, like, she from his, his new girlfriend or something like that, right? Yeah, now. yeah. I don't, oh, I don't like her girlfriend. either. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, I like it. There's, there's definitely things to like about this. Uh, it's a light, fun. it's a light episode. But it's, it's a light episode, especially yeah, compared yeah. to, you know, the last one, which felt like a real, uh, Which is hilarious. It's a light episode with Kate Blanchett in it. I mean, yeah, <laughs> right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so we, uh, episode eight, find out what happened to Captain Carter. What if the Avengers assembled in 1602? This is clearly a riff on the series 1602, written by Neil Gaiman back in the early 2000s. Who? Never heard of him. Yeah. Yeah, a little, little guy you might have heard not of. Not familiar with his work. Um, yeah. But very, very light riff on that. Oh, yeah. Uh, where there are incursions happening in this universe, and uh, Captain Carter has been summoned there by Wanda to help stop it. Uh, Hela again <laughs> gets sucked into one of the rifts, and uh, Thor becomes king. And uh, essentially, Captain Carter is blamed for this and runs away. Uh, and shenanigans ensue as she finds basically uh, yeah. Tony Stark to help her build a thing that can find the person who has caused all the disruption using the Time Stone, which is from Thor's scepter. Uh, we get Steve Rogers as. Robin Hood, basically, <laughs> along with Bucky and Scott Lang. Um, we get uh, uh, H- Happy Hogan as <laughs> Sir Harold, yeah. who is the king's, like, uh, How sheriff of Nottingham. How does turn into the freak from the other story? Who knows? I don't. They imply that they're sucked <laughs> in from the sense. 21st. They imply that they're sucked in from, like, the 21st century. But yes, it okay. makes no sense. Don't worry no, about yeah, it. Yeah, right, right. I, know, I is, love right, it. Because, I, because I love it doesn't... Yeah. Right, because that... I mean, I guess, and then it's the first one who gets sucked in who's the problem for some reason. I don't know. Whatever. It doesn't matter. It it's doesn't, of, doesn't yeah. make any sense. It's, sure. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, the thing, uh, the, the thing that... The plot <laughs> thing that bugs me a little bit is just that they turn on Peggy so readily. It's like, all of a sudden, you know, she's our hero, and all of a sudden, no, she's the problem. And... It's a setup to, to create tension and it's I it's do fine, like I that guess. not everybody does, right? Like clearly yeah. Fury and and Wanda are still like Yeah. Yeah, she's still we're still working with her. Like mm-hmm. I especially like Fury who's like giving her missions on the sly because that feels yeah. you know, Fury is Fury. Um right. I wanna my my VIP or MVP for this episode is Tom Hiddleston. <laughs> Oh yes, just yes. doing Loki is like mm-hmm. a totally checked out wannabe he's actor, just, which yeah, is delightful. A, just a complete fop. He doesn't do anything. You know, like he doesn't seem to have powers or anything. He's yep. he's just an actor. He's just an actor, yeah. and he's not yeah. great. He kind of also he lost the hammer that was given. To yes, him. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Tom Hiddleston doing Hamlet badly when we know Tom Hiddleston <laughs> has played Hamlet <laughs> is to me a. It's just a mwah, chef's kiss moment yeah. there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I really enjoy him as an actor. Like, honestly, yeah. there's scenes with him in Loki with, between him and uh, uh, Owen Wilson that are just great. You know, they're just sitting at a table. They're talking about something weird and they're both selling it. And I like that he can do that as well as this sort of over the top, just dumb, mm-hmm. yeah. you know, goofball stuff. He's, he's a lot of fun. I, yeah. I really enjoy that guy. Um, I enjoy. I think Scott um, uh, uh, Scott Lang, uh, Paul Rudd is having a lot of fun yep. here. I enjoy the uh, Steve Bucky Scott trio of uh, Mary Outlaws. 
a lot of yeah. fun. That's a fun, like, that makes sense, right? Like, that's a trio you can kind of see hanging out. Although, Rudd being the one that they're just, like, not. Like, Scott Lang is not the same vibe as Stephen Bucky. Obviously, he's from a different time. But uh, yeah. they have a similar, gosh darn it, sort of approach to things. That you can <laughs> well, see we also getting know- along and making sense while yeah. still being, he's the weird odd man out, for sure. I mean, Scott is also a huge Cap fanboy, right? I mean, we know that yeah. from, from Civil War. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah. so it felt appropriate. Um, yeah, I also there's a weird uh, uh the yellow jackets are like the um shrinking I, <laughs> like I love soldiers. That. Why did we fun. see that like man that should have been Ant-Man 3. <laughs> like just shooting them out of a gun and having like little little, <laughs> little wasps, wasps come yeah. and sting you. It's like that's perfect. That's amazing. <laughs> Loved it. Um uh, fight fight fights at a, the end, the freak and versus the Hulk and yeah. you know, that's the Hulk yeah. is kind of fun. Uh, Banner's doing they're doing the man in the iron mask style thing. Yeah. Um that's kind of entertaining. And uh, the iron mask looks like Tony's <laughs> Iron Man one mask. Yeah. yeah. Right. And, oh also he looked like Doom a little bit. I think he had a green coat cloak on. Well, in well, the original in story, Doctor Doom yeah. is a major part of sixteen oh two, but you know, yeah. obviously they don't yeah. have him here, so yeah. 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 We're not doing that. Um, though Peggy, I will Peggy say, saying, Peggy saying things to Tony, <laughs> flex capacitor. <laughs> yeah, like, oh, the made up oh, words. That sounds yeah. so great. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I. Do you know what my favorite scene? I think in this episode, which was fun. I mean, it's. I don't think it changed my life. It. Uh, it's not as great as some of the other ones, but it was fun. Peggy on the rooftop with the watcher being there, like starting to give yeah. a giant speech, and she's like, "You know, I can hear you." Yeah, right? <laughs> Just, I'm kind of busy here. You're being a weird, pretentious prick right next to me, and I, I don't do enjoy. Who is he talking to? I mean, he's yeah. obviously talking just, to us. Exactly. But like, I do enjoy Peggy. Talking to. I do enjoy Peggy and the watcher having kind of a a friendship that is yeah, yeah. just yeah. a delight. Um, yeah. and that 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 pays off at the end too. Yeah, I was going to yep. say. Yeah, well, yeah. The, and also want to mention. So it's revealed that the the first person to come through is is Steve, and he is thus the person who has caused all this trouble. Which I believe is I like that's the, there's a the bit of that in the original too, or where yeah, something yeah. with Steve Rogers is like kind of caused a a time disturbance or something like that. But um, it's also kind of a touching moment. I thought at the end because like they have to send him back to his universe. And it's right. the, you know, this, I think a thing that, that becomes very relevant in the following episode, but like, you know, he, she has to say goodbye to Steve again, uh, mm-hmm. but, you know, realizes it's the only way to make this happen. So, and save this universe. Uh, and then at the end, um, uh, Strange Supreme shows up again. Yeah. Um, which, which brings us to the final, um, episode what if strange supreme intervened where uh strange supreme takes captain carter back to his hideout where he reveals he's been trying to capture all these universe killers to make up for what he did uh and asks uh peggy to help him track down one of them um who fled to another universe and uh, she is sent to this universe where hydra uses the test rack to basically blow everything up and the red skulls on mount rushmore um, and it turns out that the person who has escaped is Kahori. Um, and she tells Peggy that Strange has been capturing all of these universe killers to feed to the Forge, which he has built to bring back his universe. Um, and so then we get into a 
big fight where uh, Peggy sides with Kahori, um, and they have to like you know stop Strange from using this forge. It involves them uh, stealing Black uh, Killmonger's uh, Infinity Armor, which has all the Infinity Stones in it, and then fighting with like a whole big fight, 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 fight. Yeah. Uh, and in the end, um, you know, Peggy has to get through to Strange, who has to sacrifice himself um, into the Forge in order to bring back the universe that has Christine in it uh, that he lost, even though he does not show up there. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> There you <laughs> go. Hey, there okay. you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this was a little bit of a. When we left him, we thought his story had been resolved. Clearly, yeah. it wasn't. We sort of reopened that up again. Uh, I think that was a little bit of a. You know, what do you call it? Maltz, uh, like a Venus Playhouse kind of <laughs> thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Pulling the rug out from under us. Yeah, it's like okay, well. We closed this off, and now we're going to open it back up again because, yeah. you know, now he's this the is a fun character to play with, and we're going to. It makes it makes some sense, but it but yeah. it is like yeah. a little bit dissatisfying in that regard. Yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not mad at it, but yeah. I mean, it did change a thing that we mm-hmm. thought was. I think kind of for me, my only my only complaint about this episode is just that it's so much just fight, fight, fight. Yeah. It is it is yeah. almost exclusively fight, fight, fight. Um, yeah, yeah. And, I mean. The, it's, it's fun to good. see Kahori yeah. and Peggy team up. I sure. think that's the fun of the episode. Yes. I mean, we're bringing together the two most important people from this season. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And throwing them all of the magic weapons that we've seen. Yeah. And like right. having a, yeah. some kind of big, yeah. you know. I, I don't know. We're sure. playing with our two favorite action figures with all of the extras. Yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah, all of the add-ons kind of are there. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I did like it. Uh, yeah. It was fun. I did it really sort of uh didn't inspire me didn't make me yeah. want to see any more i was fine with it and if anything i think uh all right so you're telling me that if europeans hadn't managed to conquer america nazis would have ruled the world because i'm not entirely convinced <laughs> i don't think uh, i don't i don't think no i don't think universe. that was that yeah. i don't think it's the same i don't think yeah, it's, it's just a different universe not, no, i think she just not hers. she escapes yeah. and gets to that one and that happened yeah. to be what happened in that universe right oh, right, right she's in okay. a different universe yeah okay i misunderstood i thought yeah. the notion was that, that like you know what without capturing america the nazis won which is like no. that is yeah no that's weirdly yeah. i mean i don't if like anything i think a whole bunch of super powered native americans would kick the nazis asses yeah you expect so for sure yeah. anyways okay so that took me out of it a little bit but again i haven't rewatched it because uh dan didn't get his time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> sorry um hey how you enjoying the view from under that bus dan um yeah is this the is this a good time to mention i gotta be finished with this podcast in five minutes so let's wrap it up <laughs> oh wow <laughs> Well, sure. All right, I think I've so. got my I quick comment. I think it's actually the perfect time to yeah. do that. Yeah. All right, and I'll mention yeah. my other only other comment about this episode, which is there is a b- lovely, just hilarious exchange between Surtur and Hella yeah. in yeah. one yeah. scene that is just really weird and funny. It's really fun. Yeah. <laughs> Don't get me wrong. This episode is a lot of fun, and it is very cathartic, smash em up kind yeah. of vibe. Yep. But you know. And oh, I, yeah. I and enjoy it, fundamentally, it ends, you know, it ends, I mean, like the, 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 you know, they win, they basically win by appealing to his better angels and, you know, yeah, so, you which know, is right. good. Yeah. It's, yeah better, that, punch that him is really good. hard. That is good, and, but yeah. we'll also see. And I before. like, here's the other thing <laughs> yeah. is I will say, I really like the, um, juxtaposition. We talked, just talked about Peggy having to give up Steve to save universes. And obviously yeah. 
he's mm-hmm. tr- strange is trying to rebuild his universe to save christine and so mm-hmm. the selfish versus selflessness part of that right they're they're literally yeah. like the uh, opposing you know polar opposites in how they approach those problems and i thought that was a appropriate thematic move for those two yeah, yeah i i agree i don't i don't mean to say that there's not like you know media critique that could be applied to this but effectively it's you know two of our favorites beat up all of the bad guys and you know does it right. make sense narratively in terms of the season sure you're you're right there is that uh essential conflict between the two uh between peggy and uh stephen strange eh. Yeah, who cares? <laughs> it's a lot of fun, and then that's it's whatever. Is that a is? Can I sink my teeth into that and think about it? Not really. Yeah. So let's whatever. let's do yeah. a a, uh, oh, a test drive powered like uh, I love the uh, the nod to Loki at the end. Yeah. Yes. yes. Oh yes, yeah. the tree at the end. I yep. did enjoy that as well. Mm-hmm. That was yes. that was that very was, interesting was nice. move. Yeah. Uh, all right. I wonder good. if they did that. Like if they had to go back and do that. Yeah, right? I wondered that. Too. Yeah, I'm I don't know. Curious yeah. about the, the combination yeah. there. So Dan, you were trying to move us on. So tesseract powered sp- uh, speed ritual. <laughs> we're gonna go through and okay. do it real quick. John, yeah. uh, it's a biff. Um, it, I enjoyed all of these episodes for sure. Um, some more than others, obviously. The Kahori episode is really great, um, and I really liked the 1602 episode. Quite. Those are probably my two favorites, I would say. But um, it's all it's all good. Guy. Uh, strong Biff, very strong Biff. Kohori was, I think, sort of a uh, almost a groundbreaking uh, exercise for Marvel as a as a company. I think they did great, and they introduced a good new character. Uh, I particularly liked uh, the friendship between Nat and Peggy. I thought that was fun. And there's a bunch of other episodes in this <laughs> back end that I just enjoyed a lot. Uh, I've got no real negative things to say about any of them. Uh, other than they're not all perfect, I guess, but that's great. I, I loved it. You know, like I said last week, uh, swing and miss is the way to go. And they've been swinging. Some of them hit for me. Some of them don't. They're all great. I, I've been enjoying the show a lot. Yeah, I'll round out the best. I enjoyed these a lot. Like John said, some of them are better than others, but I think all of them are at least fun. Uh, and I feel like they really did capitalize on learning what worked well in the first season. Um, in terms of both characters to focus on and stories they could be telling. The Kahori story is obviously a standout. Uh, I do hope that character reappears in some fashion because it seems like there's a lot of storytelling possibility there. Uh, and I love that Jeffrey Wright is just a solid anchor for this show and mm-hmm. gets to show up every week and narrate and intone time. Yeah. I hope he shows up for something. Yeah, no, that would be great. I would like to see stuff. him in live action at some point too. But there's a lot of rich veins here and I like to see stuff make the jump. A uh, third season is already in production, I believe, or at least in development. There is one episode that got held, I guess, which involves um, the Red Guardian and Bucky teamed up. <laughs> There's oh, right, a clip from that online, that. That's right, yeah. uh, which is entertaining and weird, and I look forward to seeing that as well. Yep. Um, but that's it for season two of What If. Um, we are going to be back pretty soon to talk about Echo in some fashion, though we haven't quite figured out how we're going to break up those episodes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But stay tuned for that. As always, you can hit us up with letters at biff at theincomparable.com or find us on Mastodon, biff at zeppelin.flights. Uh, and I would like to thank my co-hosts. John Maltz, thanks for being here. Your words are like opium for my ears. <laughs> Guy English, always a pleasure. You are my Peggy character. <laughs> 
And thank you, everybody else. <laughs> thank than, you. Other than you should leave now. I okay, guess. I'm going to go through a rift. Wait. See you later. <laughs> Thanks to everybody out there for listening. We appreciate all your support, and we will see you next time. <laughs>